Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Thank you for staying for some extra credit. So now the only things we have left to cover is we're going to really explore the craft skill. We said during the episode that it was kind of complicated, so we're going to have to try to break it down for you here in extra credit. So right now we're going to start with crafting mundane and alchemical items. They operate a little bit differently than magical items, which we'll get into next. Right. So there's a set of rules that are kind of strange to follow, but when you actually go through with them, they're pretty easy to do. In order to make a mundane item, you find the item's price and you convert it into silver. So if something costs 10 gold, it is 100 silver. So you take that 100 silver, write it down. It costs 100 silver. Next, you get the DC it takes to craft it, which is almost always listed on whatever list you're going to find this item on. You get the craft DC, whether it's 10, 15, 20, write that down as well. Now, when you start to make the item, you pay one third of the cost of the item in materials, which is the big advantage of crafting stuff. It's cheaper. Mm -hmm. So you spend one third of the cost of the item you want to make, and then you make a craft check. This craft check represents one week of work. It takes a long time to make things. So I don't have to make 10 checks a day for a week. It's one check, week, done. You, you, whatever you get for the check, you take that and multiply it by the DC. So you're multiplying it by 10, 15, 20, 25, whatever the DC is. And then you're going to get a pretty big number. You're going to compare that number to the item's price in silver that you wrote down. So it was 10 gold. It was 100 silver. So you're going to compare that multiplication to 100. If you equal or beat the price, you have completed the item. Uh, and if you beat the, if you are higher than that number significantly, you do it faster. So if you double the price of the item, you complete it in one half of the time of the week. So it would take you half a week. If you triple the price of the item, then you complete it in a third of the week and so on and so forth. Okay. But if you don't meet it, if you are less than that number, it doesn't mean you fail. That represents how close you've gotten after a week of work, eight hours a day of working and making this one item. The percentage of the total you got is the percentage you have the item completed? Yes. And then next week you can try and continue it and finish it. That's kind of weird. I like that. I think it's very interesting. That's a very uh, it, it unique makes, set of rules. Yeah, and it makes it like make equal com uh, comparing it to the silver cost. It's it's really strange. And the reason I find it really weird is that like making items, mundane items that are craft in DC, like you have to be really careful because you have to make sure it's not trivially easy or cheap to make something like this. But let's let's look at an example before we get into that. Well, I, I want to do one thing real quick. Okay. Can I do this without any feats, just points and skill? Uh, yes. Points and craft? You just need to craft whatever or profession whatever to make an item okay. of your craft. So if you want to make an alchemical item, you need craft alchemy. Mm -hmm. If you want to make a basket, you need profession basket weaver. This is actually very helpful for me. I have a player who's a gunslinger, and the whole kind of thing for our campaign is he's come from our world. I think I've mentioned him before in an episode or two, and he's before wanted to make a pipe bomb. He's like, I know how to make it. I have gunpowder. For, for, I could just buy gunpowder at you know wherever you go mm -hmm. to get uh, the gunsmith. Uh, why can't I make a pipe bomb? And I'm like, okay, it's interesting. I wasn't thinking, like, what rules can I give him so he's not just an alchemist and a gunslinger? Uh, I think this is good. Like, I'll, I'll say you can use your craft check to make it, and then I'll just treat it as one of the items, maybe a, a alchemist fire. Or Alchemist fire or something. I think huh. there's actually grenades somewhere in one of the Ultimate Combat books. Oh, is they there? Like, yeah, they have like alchemical grenades. Oh, maybe I'll just do that then. Mm. That's really helpful. But speaking of Alchemist fire, why don't we use that as an example? Yeah, so suppose we're a level 5 alchemist and we, let's say you trivially have a plus 15 to your craft alchemy check. Cool. Not unreasonable for a level 5 alchemist with a good end. And just to be careful ability. here, I know we're saying level 5 alchemist, you can do this with any class. Right, I just picked alchemist because they're good at crafting. Because duh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and because they get the bonus to craft alchemy, so it's, they would have this high number. Alchemist fire is 20 gold, so that is 200 silver pieces. All right. Right, gotten her number. The craft DC for Alchemist Fire is 20. Okay. Another number we got. 
We pay one third of the cost of Alchemist Fire. Alchemist Fire is 20 gold, so it's about six gold pieces for the raw materials to make it. So we pay six gold. Nice. We're going to make our craft check now. Let's take a 10 for 25. So we get a 25 for our craft check. And now we're going to multiply 25 by the DC, which in this case was 20. Multiply 25 by 20, you get 500. We're going to compare that to the cost of the Alchemist Fire, which was 200 silver pieces. That means that we have successfully created it. But since we succeeded by more than double the price of the item, we completed it in half the time. So it takes about three days of work for us to make an Alchemist Fire. Nice. So I just got Alchemist Fire in three days for six gold. Yeah. Nice. And that it, Three days is a long time still. Like most people are going to be turned off by the fact of that. It does take a long time to make a lot of mundane items. And you're right. like, how are craftsmen ever in business? Like it takes right. you a week to make an Alchemist Fire. There are some feats that go along with this. And some one very important one that I'm going to mention called Master Alchemist. It's specifically for alchemical items, which tend to take this very, very long time. What it says is that instead of using the silver value, comparing your result to the silver value of the item, you just use the gold value. So, right. so let's do the same thing we just did, except with this Master Alchemist feed. Okay. Everything is the same, except now instead of being 200, our price for the item is 20. So we're going to take a 10 for 25. The craft DC is still 20. We're going to multiply 25 by 20 and get 500. Now we compare 500 to 20 instead of comparing 500 to 200. We exceeded the the that number by 25 times. <laughs> So it takes us one twenty-fifth of a week to make Alchemist Fire, or roughly about seven hours. Okay. So can I make? Can I craft two items at once? No, you have to work on them one at a time. Okay. You, you could, but it would ultimately take the same amount of time. Okay. And with this Master Alchemy feat, it looks like it won't really even matter. Now you say there's another class feature called Swift Alchemy. Talk to me about this. That is something the alchem the alchemist specifically gets. All it does says is that when you create alchemical items, reduce however long it takes by half. So that seven hours turns into three and a half hours to make an alchemist fire. Nice. So in addition to your bombs, now you can have a little reserve of alchemist fire. Just give me fire. a day and I'll have a pile of alchemist fire. We can just throw the bag at our enemy. <laughs> Why invade the castle when you can just set it on fire? <laughs> now the supplies to, you know, oils, swords, armors, you know, mundane type of items. When you get into actual magic items, the rules change a little bit. Now we're going to be talking, we're talking about, you know, your scrolls, your potions, your magical weapons aren't armors your wondrous items like your belts and your headbands of which are really the coolest of this whole set yeah so the big thing that changes is that instead of spending one third of the cost of the item now typically you're spending one half of the cost of the item okay just because magical items you can't really get them for as cheap you're going to need requisite feats in order to craft any of these in order to craft a weapon or armor you need craft magical arms or armor in order to craft something like a headband or goggles you need craft wondrous items you need scribe scroll you need your brew potion so on and so forth for whatever item you want to make these are also restricted to people who can cast magic the prerequisite for all of these are a different caster level now there is a way around that in a feat i really want to mention called master craftsman you can make magical items that require you to be a spellcaster without being a spellcaster you instead use your ranks in whatever craft feat you have so to give an example, the craft magic arms and armors requires you to be a fifth level spellcaster in order to take it. But I can be a fighter with five points in craft. Yep, and you take the master craftsman feat, and then now you, you can take that feat in addition. So it's another right. feat tax. Okay. You have to take that master craftsman feat, and now you are able to take something like craft magical arms and armors. So let's go through the general algorithm for creating a magical item. Us nerds love our algorithms. <laughs> 
Listen, guys, you're, pl- you're you're sitting two guys here who are literally in a basement in front of a computer recording a podcast about a tabletop RPG who both have degrees in computer science, <laughs> bachelors least- in computer science and information systems with a focus on computer science. At least your mom isn't upstairs, your wife is. That's right. At least, <laughs> That's the only positive coming out of at it. At least the woman I hired to pretend to be my wife is upstairs <laughs> to make me seem less dorky. <laughs> Now, when you look at a magical item, it's going to tell you all the things you need to craft it. You're going to need a craft. You're going to need the caster level, which is listed with the item. You're going to need a feat, which is listed with the item. You're going to need an amount of money that's listed with the item. And you're usually going to need certain spells, which are also listed with the item you're looking at. So the algorithm goes, spend half the cost of your item in materials. So so if it costs 2000 you spend 1000 so on and so forth. The crafty which actually means a lot when it comes to crafting wondrous items. Things can go up to be like this is 100,000 gold. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's all 50. <laughs> and you know what? I can pick whatever one I want. <laughs> <laughs> the DC, the craft DC is equal to 5 plus the item's caster level. Unlike Monday items, if you fail this check, you lose all the materials, you lose all that money you spent, and you lose all that progress. If you fail by 5 or more, the item you get is cursed. <laughs> Thankfully, this DC is typically low, and we'll take a look at that. Oh, and the craft check you usually make for magic items is spellcraft, but you can also substitute that with, you know, craft weapon, craft armor, craft bows, things like that. All right. So, say I have eight ranks in craft, and I have that feat that a lot. With, I have a master craftsman. Mm-hmm. Got eight. You, you ranks. count as a level eight caster. All right. And then since the check is going to be eight plus five, I only ever need to roll a five or higher. Yeah, like I said, it's an easy check. Okay. But there's ways to increase it. Now, if you don't have access to the components required to make an item, you can still try to make it. But the DC is increased by five per missing required requirement. This could be anything from the caster level to spells required. You just can't ignore the feat. You can't ignore, you know, craft wondrous item or craft magical arms and armors. You still need that. But you can ignore other stuff by increasing the DC by five per missing prerequisite. And this does include the caster level. You can actually craft items at a lower caster level than it is listed on their stat block. The minimum caster level you can bring an item down to is the spells, the caster level for the spell required for the item. And that probably won't make much sense saying it, but we're going to look at an example and hopefully that will clear it up. Now, in order to craft it, you need to spend time working in a quiet, comfortable place. You need to spend eight hours per 1,000 gold of the item's base price. And that's, all, like we mentioned, that could be a very long time. Right. If and you, that's were, the, you said base price, not the price it costs you. The right, base the price. base price, as in how much it costs if you were buying it from the store. So, you know, you got an 8,000 gold item, that's 4,000 gold. You got to spend four days working eight hours per day if you could succeed at the craft DC. Eight days, eight hours per day, because it's base price. Right, right. Eight days. Yep. <laughs> you have to spend eight days. It's more than a week. So you need some time. You want to make magic items. If less than a thousand gold, then it still requires eight days, the minimum. Eight hours. Eight hours, sorry. Eight hours. <laughs> so eight it, hours, that's the minimum. If you go to crossing that's a 500 gold, per se, uh, it still takes you eight hours. The only exception to this are scrolls and potions, which we'll go over. Now, you can craft it faster. You can decrease it to four hours per 1,000 gold. So basically have the time, but you increase the craft DC by five. So that's why the craft check is so easy because there's all these modifiers that can be added to it. Yeah, five plus the item's caster level is typically very trivial for you to make, but all these other things can end up adding up if you don't have a requisite spell or things like that. Now, Now, to make all sense of all this, let's look at an example. Let's take a look at making a belt of giant strength plus two. That you know, very staple item where you get plus two to your strength score. Yeah. When we look at the stat block for the item, it says that the caster level is eight. Its base price is four thousand, and in 
The prerequisites needed to craft it is craft wondrous item and access to the spell's bull strength. Now note that that doesn't mean you have to be able to cast a spell. Like we said, you can ignore the prerequisite and increase the craft DC, or you can get access through something like a scroll okay. or some other way to mimic the spell bull strength. So suppose that we're level eight, we are caster level eight, or we are, we have master craftsman, we count as caster level eight, and we can now attempt to make this item. We have access to all the aforementioned things. We have access to bull strength. We spend 2000 gold because the base price is 4000. We make either a craft clothing or a profession belt maker or a spellcraft check. The DC of this check is going to be five plus the caster level of the item, which as I said is eight. So it's only a DC 13, which is very trivial for a level eight character. You sp- it's two, it is 4000 gold in its base price. So it's going to take us four days of working eight hours a day in order to make this. If you succeed at the DC, you make the item and you got it for half the price. You just needed, you know, four days to do it. Nice. Now, suppose we don't have access to bull strength. We can't cast it. We can't get a hold of a score or one. So now we can still attempt to craft it, but it's a plus five to that DC, bringing DC from 13 to 18. Still not too bad. Yeah, it's still not too bad. You could, for a level eight character, I'd say that's pretty easy. You can probably add the plus five to have the time. Or not that much harder. 23 DC? You should be able to take a 10 by then, I think. Yeah. Now, suppose... This is where it gets a little weird. The caster level for Giant's Belt is listed as 8, but the spell Bull Strength is only a level 2 spell, meaning the earliest you can cast it is level 3. So you can make that belt as low as caster level 3. So suppose we're only level 5 and we go to make this belt. We can still attempt to make it. Suppose we have access to Bull Strength and we go to make it. We're going to lower the caster level to 3, but since we don't meet that caster level requirement now, we're also increasing the DC by 5. So suppose we're level 5. We're not level 8, so we have to somehow get around that requirement. And like I said, you can increase the DC and try and get around requirements, and you can also lower the caster level of items. Bull Strength is a level 2 spell, meaning you can cast it as a level 3 wizard or cleric. So we can make this belt at the lowest of caster level 3. And you're probably wondering, like, why would I ever make it at a higher caster level? Two words. Dispel magic. Yeah, um, it's easier to get dispelled at the lower caster level, and also the higher the caster level, I think item strength and resistances require different caster level stuff. Mm-hmm. Items typically aren't targeted but if they are ever targeted a higher caster level item is more likely to resist whatever effect right so we don't meet the caster level eight requirements so no matter what we're going to increase the dc by five right we lower the caster level let's say to five because that's the earliest we can make it we could even bring it as low as three like i said we now make that craft dc we increase it by five so it's going to be 13 plus 5 18 which is pretty easy for a level five character which is math which yeah. is upsetting yeah i'm set on a personal level but <laughs> i have to do this math it's looking at it it's not very difficult it's just a lot of different steps and a lot of stuff to keep aware of right if if you're going to be mr crafts a lot then it's time to look at these rules but honestly as any Anything that's not a caster, if you're if you're not intending on crafting anything, you don't ever need to know these rules. Like right. we said, there's these feats where if you're not a magic user, you can craft if you really want to. But honestly, if you're not, it's like if you're never going to do mountain combat, then you never need to know the rules. If you're never going to craft, then just forget about it. Let your GM and mage guy go to him, go to your one mage and say, hey, I want this. And then let him have the headache to make you the alchemical fire. <laughs> now, that was a wondrous item. Magical armors and weapons. Ooh, belt of giant strength. <laughs> Magical armors and weapons act pretty much the same, you know caster level dc is five plus caster level you need to spend half the price you need all the requisite spells the only difference is that weapons and armors can be like you can have a plus one chain shirt or a plus two chain shirt or whatever in order to make a magical weapon or armor you have to have a caster level equal to three times the enhancement bonus of the item so if you have a plus one chain shirt you have to be three times that enhancement bonus so you have to be at least caster level three in order to make it gotcha. level two you have to be caster level six so on and so yada, forth yada, yada. and that stuff can be 
ignored with the increasing the DC by five, as we know. Now, what about potions? Potions act a little bit differently. Now, remember, spells are being made into potions. That's the only really requirement for it. You need to have the brew potion feat and you need to have access to the requisite spell. You cannot ignore the spell prerequisite. You can't just make potions out of thin air right. without being able to cast a spell. <laughs> the cost of making a potion is 25 times the spell level times the caster level. And if the potion's base cost is 250 gold or less, it only takes two hours for you to make the potion. So very fast. Um, potions also have a little bit of a restriction. You can only make third level or lower spells in the potions, and you can't make a spell with a range of personal into a potion because that would be broken. <laughs> <laughs> Passing around form of a dragon as a potion or... Which you know. is something like that the alchemist class has like the ability to do is have those... Um, extracts. Extracts and... Mm-hmm. and- he he's essentially storing personal touch, uh, personal spells into potions that only he can use when he gives them. It don't work no more. Yeah, use it's and even it was errata that they cannot give away um, personal extracts for other people to use. Right now, let's just take a look at an example for potions. Cure light wounds, the staple potion. First, you need access to the spell cure light wounds, and you need the brew potion feat. So so you spend 25 times the spell level times the caster level. Remember, you can always make items at a lower caster level than if you so choose. So you're going to choose to make it at a level 1 caster level. So you spend 25 times 1, the spell level of Cure Light Wounds, times 1, the caster level you're making it at, and that only equals 25 gold. So it only takes 25 gold and 2 hours to make a Cure Light Wounds potion. So note that here you must, the caster level you're picking here has to be the caster level which could cast that spell. So you can't make a uh, potion of what's a high level spell um cure serious wounds uh that's a level three spell level and then do that at a level one caster level yeah no you can't no, do no, that no. it has to at least be the minimum mm-hmm. and the dc again is five plus the caster level so in the case of the cure light wounds potion it's a dc of six craft alchemy or craft or spellcraft incredibly trivial what is the reason i would increase the caster level of a spell when i don't have to why increase the price because it's better for example cure light wounds 1d8 health plus one plus one plus caster level i should say yeah plus one per caster level so if i want to make a cure light wounds with a caster level of five then it's going to be 25 times the spell level which is one times five which is the caster level i've done at so now it's gone from being 25 gold to math amount of gold 125 gold (laughs) to 125 gold it's cost more but now it actually gives you an extra five health well four health four health oh and should mention that level zero spells i believe they count as half uh one half spell level so it's not that they're free to make you can just sit there because it's (laughs) it's time spell level so it's time zero oh my god it costs nothing i'm gonna make so many level zero (laughs) potions it it counts as one half of a spell level right so it it would be 12.5 gold to craft one and honestly nobody freaking wants level zero spells like i i would empty it because the vessel is more useful than the level (laughs) zero spell i don't know i just i'd sit there chugging guidance every chance i got it's just a plus free plus one just go go, yay (laughs) detect magic why not now next scrolls scrolls are very similar to potions you need access to the spell describe the scroll and you can't ignore that prerequisite you also need the feat scribe scroll and again if the scroll scrolls base if you're a scribe you're a scribe who's scribing scrolls your bartleby the scrivener <laughs> yes <laughs> and then if the scroll that you're scribing is scry you're a scribe scribing the scrying scroll <laughs> i don't know i want to say that fast a, a scribe scribing a scrying scroll a scribe scribing a scrying scroll there's your new tongue twister to get us ready for before we record to make sure our words are clear <laughs> all right ready scribe scribing a scryer scroll <laughs> scribe scribing a scryer scroll scribe scribing a scryer scroll now why did sally sell seashells when she could have scribed scrying scrolls 
and was wearing an Irish wristwatch. <laughs> While she was floating in a toy boat. <laughs> We've got it. Now our dictation is perfect. <laughs> we have ascended. <laughs> so if the... So let's finish telling you how to do this. <laughs> you have to say a tongue twister when you scribe the scroll. Yes. And if you fail, it doesn't. the spell fails. And if you succeed, you create the scroll for free. If the scroll's base price is 250 or less gold, it only takes two hours to scribe. Just like it only takes two hours to make the potion if it's cheap enough. The cost of making a scroll is 12.5 times the spell level times the caster level. So let's look at Cure Light Wounds again. Level 1 spell at caster level 1. It is 12.5 times 1 times 1 equals 12.5 gold in order to scribe a Cure Light Wounds scroll. Even cheaper than a potion, which is I ended up doing because I had a wizard slash cleric for a campaign, so I got scribe scroll for free. And every night we had spare time, I was like, okay, I'm just going to scribe a bunch of Cure Light Wounds scrolls, and you can actually put multiple spells on one scroll. So I was just like, oh, scribe, 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 scribe. (laughs) I didn't even need a wand. I was just touching people with my piece of parchment. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Now, you said if it base price is less than 250, it only takes two hours. Um, how? What if it's more than 250? How long does it take to scribe? Normal scribing rules. Okay. Uh, one, eight hours per 1,000 gold. Okay. Or, excuse me, normal item-making rules. And again, the DC, just like all of these, is five plus the caster level. So these scrolls, incredibly easy to make because they're only going to be caster level up to four, I think, scrolls are. Right. So wands. It acts exactly like the last two, except it always takes the full amount of time to create them. Okay. And the, it's 375 times the spell level times the caster level. And it always starts with 50 charges, which is why it's so much more expensive. Right. Now I've got 50 kill wounds. <laughs> <laughs> You're already healed. <laughs> How many times could you could you uh, heal somebody in one round? Is there a way you can do it twice? Without the quickened ma- meta magic? No. Oh, sex. Which isn't even possible on the wand. So just eat this wand. You'll get all 50. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, 50 D8 plus 50, <laughs> or plus 5 times 50, which is math. <laughs> 250. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so healed right now. <laughs> you grow bigger. <laughs> Mass just starts circling. Like you have your own set of gravitational pull rocks and things are circling around you. Uh, a question here that might come up is, if I if I make a potion or a scroll of Cure Light Wounds, do I lose one level one spell for that day? Yes, when you craft it, it's as if you casted that spell. Oh, okay. you so lose I can't it for make 500 day. in one day. Right, however many you can cast in that day. Okay. Or if you have access to scrolls. Or so it's an investment for downtime. If you're battling three days in a row, don't use it. But if you are, uh, if you have like two weeks between battles, go ahead and, and make those scrolls. Do they expire? No, never. No, no expiration date. All right, cool. Great. That's why when you Throw go, them in your when you go into the ancient dungeon and you find a dusty old potion, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know what that is? We'll find out in a second. <laughs> go, go, go. I I did mention that if you fail a check by five or more, the item is cursed. There are specific rules on that that you can look up, and that's really up to GM Fiat almost entirely. Generally, rules is written. It's like a table that you just roll dice on. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, it's a sentient evil potion that wants to, you know, take I will rule the world. No, you're tricking me. No! (laughs) (laughs) What about my dominant plans? Dude, you you have have an agrophobic potion that doesn't like to be in packs. It's got to be out in the open. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Agrophobic. Is it somebody who doesn't like to, like... Like, you go to take it out, you drink it, he's like, no, put me back in! He's <laughs> like, when you're playing WoW, he's like, you're drawing all this trash. I don't want to. I'm agrophobic. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah.
And then these rules for the wand, other than that increased price, act just like the other ones. You gotta make a crafty C of 5 plus a caster level. Yay. You gotta have the requisite spell and you can't ignore it for a wand because, you, you know, it's that's all that is composed of a wand. But you know what, Christian? I'm sorry all you Harry Potter fans out there, but wands are lame. And lame are wands. What about stabs, man? I want to pick up a stab and I want to bonk him on the head. Tell me about stabs. Stabs. Or should I say staves? I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. I like that better. (laughs) Well, staves. (laughs) They're a bit more complicated because if you don't know the way a staff, stave, whatever works, is that it has like multiple potential spells it can cast. Like you can cast fireball, you can cast wall of fire, and it has 10 charges in it and each casting of a spell takes up a different number of charges, so on and so forth. So when you make a staff... Again, now you have to have craft staff or whatever the feat is for that. I don't remember exactly. And you need to have all the requisite spells needed to cast it or increase the the DC. But the price, calculating the price is a lot different. So of all the spells you have on the staff that can be cast, you're going to take the most expensive one, the one with the highest caster level. And you're going to get the price of that is 400 times that spell level. So suppose it's a level 5 spell, it's 400 times that spell level. So, you know, 2,000 gold. If I said 5, what did I say? <laughs> so it's going to be 400 times the highest spell level. With Suppose it's a level 5 spell. It's going to be 2,000 gold just for that. But then you're going to add on the cost of the other spells, but the price decreases for each weaker one. You take the next weakest one and you apply that same calculation, but it costs 75% as much. Or 300 gold times spell level times caster level. And then you take the rest of them, you take half the cost. So 200 gold times spell level times caster level. And then you add all of that together. So you got your highest level spell, 400 times caster level times spell level, plus 300 of the next... Oh, god damn it. Plus the next highest caster level spell, which will be seven. Plus the next highest caster level on the staff. God damn! Oh my god! No, no this is tough. Plus the spell with the next highest caster level on the staff, which is going to be three hundred times the spell level times the caster level. Plus the rest of the spells on the staff at two hundred times spell level times caster level for each additional spell on the staff. So it's very expensive to make a staff, and you typically don't see them till very end game. So I have a question for you. This is like it's going to come to a big price. Is this the standard price that I can sell it for? But am I actually making money? Am I getting this for cheaper than that price is? But yeah, you could sell them at market price. But like w- this price here that I'm getting, that isn't market price. That is the discount it, it's, price. It's usually cheaper. Okay. Now there are some other items that I didn't ex- we didn't explicitly mention because they just didn't stray far from the rules. Like rods, they're very very easy to make rings or act just like wondrous items for the most part and didn't really have any special rules associated with them okay and when they did it was item specific you'd have to go to the item stat block and it would have its own specific rules unlike any other ring which we're not going to delve into each and every individual item okay another thing we're not going to go over is crafting constructs that's like a thing that never happens Uh, it's a thing that just kind of like this rules are here just so that you know it is possible for things to do it in the world the npc did this this is what he did but like i've never seen anyone in any campaign I've ever been a part of or even heard of ever actually go through any rules of crafting construct. So it's so rare that if you if you ever are going to do it, look it up. The chances are you're not going to do it though. It did happen once in my campaign, but they didn't craft it per se. There are actually items that allow you to just craft a construct without actually really doing anything. You get like a book and it's like called craft construct. Oh, you just buy it and like you toss some items on it and it makes a golem for you. 
Okay. And they, they got that as a guard for their house because they were really rich at the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And in the case of all these craftings, you're either using spellcraft or whatever relevant craft skill you have. So I don't know, craft armor, craft staves, whatever you may or may not have. So like when we say that, there's actually a ton of craft. There is, I'm just going to list them off very quickly for you. Alchemy, armor, baskets, huh, blacks, <laughs> baskets. Put all your points into that one, folks. <laughs> this is my magical basket of infinite mushroom. <laughs> just you pluck out, another one comes. They're not very tasty, but you know, that would have cost more. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> They're mushrooms. Uh, blacksmith books, bows, calligraphy, carpentry, clockwork, cloth, clothing. What's the difference between those two things? I never knew, honestly. Firearms, which is something you get automatically as a gunslinger. Uh, glass, jewelry, leather, locks, Gem cutting. Uh, mechanical, painting, pottery, rope, sculpture, ships, shoes, siege engines, stone masonry, tattoo. That's kind of an interesting little flavor. There, You can actually craft magical tattoos. This is another thing that I didn't explicitly mention because they're unique. Traps, weapons, and then, of course, other. Um, one here that made me have a thought here was crafting jewelry. Am I able to make jewelry to sell? Yeah. How does that work? You pay. I don't really know. Okay. Well, that was <laughs> quick from about to bullcrap me to uh, let's tell. Let's be honest. Well, Actually, like, I don't know. So <laughs> I assume it would act just like a mundane item. If we look at the rules, you pay one third of whatever the cost oh, okay. of the jewelry would be. All you right. spend however much time it is. I don't think they have explicit. Right. So for any of these craft, things. Yeah. Oh, you would treat it like a profession product. Probably the profession rule okay. where you use your you use your profession check and you multiply it by something and that's how much gold you get per the week. Okay, that's probably how you would I would handle that. Okay, so if I want to sell my baskets, yeah, let's go through those rules. You go look at the profession rule, which we probably have in the mm-hmm. skills detailed already. Yeah, so we would have already listed that and treat it like that. There is something here uh, I want to mention this just very quickly. Uh, the newest book that came out at the time of this recording it was Pathfinder Unchained, and it gave. I still some... have your copy. No, oh, by the way, I hope you're using it well. Um, it's like oh, I burned it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to craft a thing. I got minus five. It became cursed, and I had to burn it before because it became Jumanji. And when I read it, <laughs> things happened. It was. I'm d- I'll buy you a new one, <laughs> dude. Jumanji would be an interesting little hook to put into. It would yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, in Pathfinder Chain, they split up some different skills, which makes taking craft uh, more viable. Something that can happen is like I think you get uh, every level you get, you get two points extra on top of whatever you normally get that you can spend on a certain number of kind of background skills. These are skills that like don't really matter like appraise and your knowledge checks. Your ling- uh, a couple of knowledge checks like nobles and history and linguistics and sleight of hand. Things that aren't quite as important as the others. You get some bonus ones to just spend on them. Craft all fit into this. So with this new system, you can go ahead and be you know a profession or craft. Be the profession baker. Be craft your baskets. And now you're not wasting valuable skill points into these when you want them into bluff or something now you have these extra ones that you just have anyway extra that you could put into this i like it uh and i think it'd be helpful if you ever want to pick some of these extra crafts that don't really matter it's really useful for because certain crafts or professions were kind of like if you're a fighter you only get two skill points per level and you want to have that flavor of your character listen i was a basket weaver okay (laughs) i need that it's part of my backstory i was a basket weaver and the guys came to town they burned i weaved my basket into a mighty blade (laughs) And they burned down my shop, and now I'm out. I'm out trying to get vengeance. All right, I need those points into craft baskets, man. Throw me a bone. <laughs>
But you're right. So now you can. Now, now it's it. a lot easier to get that slater in your character sheet without sacrificing the mechanical strength of right. you know putting all your skill points in perception. All right. So now you guys know how to craft. Yay! Some of the rules are kind of complicated. The more mundane seems to be the easier the rules. The more important like stabs that have multiple things on them a little more complicated. But in the end, no matter when you do it, you're gonna you're gonna get it cheaper. Just take a little bit longer than just buying it in a store. Saving that money. It's what's really important. This is an <laughs> economist game. This it's like you got your spreadsheets and you get out your Microsoft Excel and you you start crafting items and you go Time to, your, to pull out the barter rules. <laughs> you go to your DM, you're like, how much downtime do we got? <laughs> okay, thanks. Let me put in some numbers here. I just saw an evil look in, in Christian's eye it gleamed and I was scared for a moment there. I need to change my pants. I'm sorry, it costs one third of a Monday night to make it. Hang on. And how's the buyer's market right now? <laughs> Let me open up my Dell computer. Click, 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 click. Um, I was say but if you're like my players at all, like every single player I've ever had ever since the beginning of time ever of all time ever. <laughs> then you just don't spend your money anyway so you'll never need these things because you just have like five million gold sitting in your bank account i want to say what do you want you're like mm, i'll buy some more arrows okay oh okay <laughs> you don't want this this dragon's bane arrow that does 100 damage if he fails to save you got silver arrows yes yes i have silver arrows <laughs> <laughs> that is so rare. I've never seen that. All my players never. My my players literally had a wish ring for maybe five sessions and then lost it. They lost it? <laughs> <laughs> I have a player. Let me look up how much gold he's floating. Give me a second. Because yeah, the second I can afford like my belt of dexterity, I'm all over that. Do they even have cloaks of resistance? Yeah. <laughs> Are you telling them how to play the game, Caleb? The most they do is buy potions of, like, cure wounds. They don't even get, like, stabs or wands for it. Ah! It hurts! Christian just, like, I think I just saw him die a little bit. <laughs> but he literally was floating 280,000 gold. The entire, like, for the last 24-hour 20, sessions. It was just floating. I brought them to a place which I called Scarborough Fair, which is awesome. I also, which nickname was Vanity Fair. That's right. Got to put those references in. And I said, you tell me anything on the magical item list. Anything. Ask me about it and I'll tell you whether or not you can have it. And I came back with three things. One of the players literally said, no, nah, there's nothing I want. And like they had been earning all this gold. I'm like, this is finally a way to reward them because you guys know from our rewarding players that you'll see in a couple weeks uh, episode, I'm terrible rewarding players. So I'm like, you can choose your own reward. There's like, Argh. it's like in Google, overload of information. You can't find what you want. He was like, everything. Oh, I guess nothing. <laughs> My players don't know how to use their gold. So they never need craft because they never need to build anything for cheaper. They have enough gold to buy 20 of them tomorrow. I don't think I've ever had any of my players actually take a craft skill now that I think about it. I know um, one did in the campaign I'm playing with him. He, he's like a dwarf and he's a paladin of Torag. So, you know, he does craft things kind of mundanely. But again, he couldn't dump a lot of points in it because, you know, he's a paladin. They only get two skill points. But listen, level. if you play as an alchemist, if you play as a sorcerer or wizard, you're getting feats for bonus for, for like potions and different things. So you, if you already get the bonus, you might as well use it. And it's just like, think of scroll, scribe scroll. It's like free, free level one spells or 12.5 gold just get other level one spells and yeah get the useful versatile ones <laughs> all right well thank you so much for staying after class to learn these things guys and classes dismissed pathfinder academy is part of the trailblazer network visit our site for other great pathfinder podcasts i've been nicholas laborde thanks for listening